Welcome to the Kingdom Corner Podcast, where we discuss how to live the kingdom culture on earth as it is in heaven, just as Jesus prayed. Here's your host, the great Matt Guy. Good day, everyone. This is the great Matt Geib with you again from the Kingdom Corner podcast. And we've started a series last time we were together from the verse 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God gave us not a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And we began to discuss the sound mind, which is in the Greek language, Sophronis Moss. It is the only place that it's used in the whole New Testament. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear or timidity, but of love, power, and Sophronis Moss, a sound mind. So last time we were together, we started to discuss how important it is to have a sound mind. We talked about Sophronis Moss, the power of a sound mind. Now today I want you to think of it this way. This is what we'll call this episode, Sophronis Moss, the process to a sound mind. Yes, you can have the power of a sound mind. It's all available to us in Jesus Christ. However, if you do not know how to access that, it does you no good. It's like last summer we got a grill and we had to put it all together. Believe me, it took me a half of a day to do it. And you had all these screws and nuts and bolts. And I had the old tools out ready to do it. And my neighbor brought over his power tools. And that made the job go two or three times as fast. Without the power tools, we couldn't apply the power to put it together. And so without the process, you can't apply the power. And that's what I'm talking about today, Sophronis Moss. And last time we began to look at this word in the Greek, it's such a powerful, rich, beautiful word. And there are, from Sophronis Moss, there's a main meaning. And then there's three root words that come from Sophronis Moss that really tie this together and really show just beautiful facets of what God is doing when we begin to apply the process of a sound mind into our thinking and into our lives. Now remember, Sophronis Moss, we talked about last time, is an admonition from the Father calling us into soundness of mind. You have to know that he's calling you into that. And I'm remembering I'm a very passionate fellow, and I'll tell on myself, God has dealt with me with this in the last two or three years, and even before I ran into this teaching, I'm passionate. I get very happy, excited about things, and sometimes things go wrong, and I get passionate in a negative way. And so he was calling me into the process of a sound mind so I would learn to control my mind. That's what this is about. Calling into soundness of mind and into moderation and self-control. My, isn't that something that we all can use in society today? There's also soul healing. You've heard of sozo. Plus your heart healing, which is another word we'll look at. The heart healing and the soul healing, they're combined together. It's more than just sozo. We're going to look into that as we go along in this teaching. And I want to touch base on last week we left off with the first root word, sophronizo. S-O-P-H-R-O-N-I-Z-O. This describes the process of being restored to your senses in order to moderate, control, 
curb and discipline the mind. This implies that a mind could be made capable of holding one to his own personal responsibilities and duties by a manner of his own admonition and earnest exhortation. See, we can be responsible for the thoughts we allow in and the reaction we have to those thoughts. We're able to be responsible with those thoughts through the process of applying Sophronis Moss, and that's what we're learning about today. It's a spiritual conviction. A sound mind is one that is able to curb your opinions and personal decisions, like when I smack my thumb with a hammer and I want to yell out and say not such a nice word, I can make a personal decision and decide not to do that within my own soulish character. Like a spiritual conviction, a sound mind is one that is able to curve one's own opinions and personal decisions. And there's so many things we could talk about there. Last week we talked about depression, how God can give us control over that. Within his own soulish character, we all have a soulish character. When we can do that, when we can apply the process of Sophronis Moss, we will take soulish dominion. And the soulish, we're talking about body, mind, soul, and spirit. Everything that makes you a person, body, your body, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. A lot of things start out in the mind. They go through your soul. You have the spirit of God, but sometimes you push it away and you decide to act on your own. And then your body carries out something, like you go yell at the neighbor who's done something wrong to you. Or you lose your temper with your child when you shouldn't. Or you make a decision to curb that and to allow the spirit, see body, mind, soul, and spirit, to flow out of you in a Christ-like compassion and manner where maybe the situation really would have bothered you, but Christ, you allow his spirit to give you peace about that. That's what we're talking about. So Sophronizo. I want to touch on some scriptures that I pulled out today. I want to tell you why a little bit. I think we might be here another week, and that's okay, because this is such an important, important subject, topic for us to learn how to take soulish dominion, to learn the power of a sound mind, but the process to getting that power. Your mind and heart are so important. They're the most important parts of your being, body, mind, soul, and spirit. Your body usually falls in line with how you allow your mind and spirit to be impacted. Proverbs 4.23, I wrote this down this morning. Keep or guard your heart, for out of it flow the issues of life. Keep your heart. Guard it, for the issues of life flow out of that, good or bad. According to Sophronizo, you can curb that. You can moderate those wrong things that come in. One commentator said this process of guarding your heart was the termination and exit of all things. A fountain of life or a fountain of death. And usually your mouth, which is part of your body, follows right along with what you've allowed, like I've talked about. And you either spew, like James talked about, watch your mouth. And I think James 3, either spew, it's like a fountain of bitterness and a fountain of bad things that come out. Or you can learn to yield to the Spirit of God 
and even in the toughest situations, glorify and trust God and believe in him and the process of what he's doing in your life. Luke 6.45, out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth speaks. And this talks about Sophronis Moss. It's not just a mind transformation, but it's also going to heal your heart. So whatever comes out of your heart and your mind, once it's healed, will be good things. Or if, if it's damaged, it's going to show forth negative things. Proverbs 23, 7. I love this verse. You've all heard it. As a man thinketh, so is he. Yes, a sound mind. Sophronis Moss. As a man thinketh. How are you thinking today? We've talked about in the beginning that intersection in India where all the traffic was all jammed up, all confused, all chaotic because there's no stoplight and there's no one to direct traffic. Well, that's the way our mind is. That's the word picture of the way our mind is a lot of times before we know the process to a sound mind. James 1.8, a double-minded man, and some versions say two-hearted man, is unstable in all his ways. If you will let God enlighten your hearts today, and as we go through this teaching on Sophronis Mosp, you will grasp this truth. You'll begin to grasp it, assimilate it, and apply it, and you will never need to walk in defeat again. You will know those thoughts. You will be able to direct them as they come into the intersection of your mind. That's why it's so important. This is such a foundational truth that if I had had this years ago when I was first saved, it would have made all the difference in the world to me as a Christian and how I walked with the Lord. A lot of times we walk in a lot of confusion. A lot of times we're like James said, we're double-minded. We're two-hearted, and we don't, we don't always know why. But Sophronis Moss can help make a difference and clear that up. So we've talked about Sophronis Moss, and we've talked about Sophronizo, the first root word. And I think there's some more notes here I have on Sophronizo. And last time we talked about being able to encourage ourselves. that a lot of Christians can't even do that. You know, and I talked about being in depression and especially anxiety, having to pull off the road, and I couldn't even drive at times because I'd get so anxious about a certain thing in my life that it would just overwhelm me. And I talked about how we can begin to say like David, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou anxious, O my soul? My help is in the name of the Lord. Through the process of applying Sophronis Moss, we can begin to do those things. Let me ask you a question. After you receive Jesus Christ and receive the blood of Jesus to cover all your sins, do you feel your soulish nature, that is your body, your mind, your soul, and your spirit, do you feel that they're clean because of the blood of Jesus? I believe you do. But I believe the enemy have talked a lot of us out of that. Exchange is available when we receive the blood of Christ and it covers our sins and it comes into us. Exchange is available, yet some have not believed or realized that. They haven't believed it was available. You can have the power of a sound mind through this exchange of receiving the blood of Christ. That's another element. This process of assimilation of Sophronis Moss or the sound mind gives us power, like we were talking about last week, to deal with depression, anxiety, negativity, all those negative emotions and negative feelings we might have in our heart and character. Let me read a scripture to you. This is a great scripture. But the anointing that you have received from him abides or remains in you, 
And you have no need that anyone should teach you, but as his anointing teaches you about everything and is true and is no lie, just as it has taught us, abide or remain in him. The anointing you carry is Christ's anointing. Christ poured his own character, unction, and anointing into the church, into each of us, when he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. This aspect of the anointing fall on all those who will by faith believe in his name, and through this you can receive a sound mind. You can receive, begin to receive the process of Sophronis Moss today. You receive an ability to build yourself up, like we talked about, to exhort yourself from within your own self. You couldn't do this in the world, you know, because you didn't have the spirit of God dwelling in you. Of course, this passage that says a lot of teachers have misinterpreted this. A lot of people misunderstood this. First John 2, 27. The anointing that abides in you means you, you have no need that anyone should teach you. That doesn't mean that you never get taught by a person like me, like I'm teaching today. But it means that God teaches you in what I'm giving to you because I believe I've received it from God. He is really the one that does the teaching. Yes, I'm an instrument that he uses, that he flows through. I don't always do it perfectly, I'll admit. However, he uses that, and he has to teach you. He has to make it bear witness in your spirit. He has to make it so you begin to assimilate the process of a sound mind. How do we abide in the Father? How do we remain in him? By taking soulish dominion over those things, body, mind, soul, and spirit, that's soulish dominion, that do not agree what God says is in his word about you or what he has spoken. Some of you had many wonderful prophetic promises spoken over you. Some of you have had anchor scriptures that have come alive to you. I journaled for years, and God's given me scriptures. I have a couple of anchor scriptures. But sometimes when we don't really have the abiding power the Sophronis Moss power of a sound mind living within us and functioning in us, those things roll off us like uh, water off a duck's back. Abiding has everything to do with taking soulish dominion, body, mind, soul, and spirit, over all thoughts, not in agreement with what God says. Whenever one experiences the process of restoring to his soundness of mind, or sophronizo, that's the first root word from sophronis mas. What is actually taking place? Well, I'll tell you. The anointing of Jesus Christ enables us to experience his own soulish nature. That's why I say that when somebody does you wrong and you want to react and go tell that neighbor off because they did something stupid, you can curb that through sophronizo and sophronis mas, and then Jesus' soulish nature can come out in love through you. That means that Jesus, which enables us, the anointing of Christ enables us to experience his own soulish nature within our members. It is then actuating, I've got this written down, our mind towards specific details in our environment. So the anointing is catching our attention on things we should be focusing upon, things we need to believe or what we should think about, the good things we need to think about, the positive things, the seeing that that neighbor does not know Jesus and having compassion on that. That's what we should focus on, not the wrong thing they've done. Through that process, the anointing of Christ Jesus in the mind of a Christian works to teach us how to effectively minister. We can minister as Jesus in the moment. Instead of blowing up at Sally the neighbor, 
Because she backed into my car or did something stupid, we can effectively minister as Jesus in the moment. This is a purpose for which God has granted us the mind of Christ or a sound mind. When we are receiving the mind of Christ, we're being stirred in the moment and kept on what is really important, the important points. When giving out to others, God will stir the same things up in you to give out to others. Not just as a person, but as a kingdom-loving believer who is loving Jesus, who represents Christ on earth. That's what will happen through this process, being able to curb your mind toward the good things, internally and externally. So we can be effective internally and externally when we are giving out through the process of a sound mind. I want you to think about that on how you could apply this message to your life. Take care and God bless you until the next time. Hey, thank you for being a part of the Kingdom Corner. Make sure you click that subscribe button so you get notified every time we release a new episode. Welcome to the family.